Greetings and welcome back to another episode of Well, Why Not? Today we are going to talk about my thoughts on the medical system here in Ecuador. It's a big part of deciding where to make your new home. Um, Even for the most healthy individual, you have to think about uh, unexpected injuries or even unexpected illnesses. So I'm going to tell you all about my experience. Let's get started. episode came to me because the algorithm on YouTube for some reason kept showing me videos of Americans who while abroad realized how quote-unquote America had messed them up and of course it's all in jest it the they're very funny videos they're all they're compilations actually actually and I think they're from TikTok uh, but have been have been shared on other social media platforms and I just happened to come across them on YouTube. So on all the compilations that I saw, each and every one of them had a reference or more to things that surprised people about foreign medical systems, especially in comparison to the American one, whether it was the cost of medication, the cost of seeing a doctor, or how easy it is to get medicine at a pharmacy without a prescription. This was just over and over again, along with, you know, violence and and racism. But uh, this, this topic, I think, is, again, so important when making your decision. Okay, so I look at it as, again, either even if you are a healthy young individual, if you are a family with children, if you are a retiree, if you are, I don't care who you are. Uh, as humans, we are destined to get sick at one point. We are destined to need medical help or medical assistance at some point. So it's it's important to make sure that your new home has the facilities, has the ease of access and the affordability um, for medical medical services. So um, this, I want to start by talking about more my own experience. And as with everything, it's important to qualify my own experience versus other people's experience, because I've heard horror stories, but I've heard horror stories from everywhere. I don't think there's any perfect place, nor is there any perfect system. But there are aspects of the Ecuadorian medical system that I prefer, that work better for me, they work better for my family and my expectations. So starting with uh, just preventive care, I find that it is different, preventive care here. I have used the private system, which means we pay out of pocket. Uh, There is a public system that Ecuadorians pretty much subscribe to once they're working and it works I would say it works similarly to insurance in the US because you basically have to go through your primary care physician to get a referral to specialists who will then determine if you need additional 
uh, tests or additional treatment. This isn't something that you can sort of preemptively do, and I, I'll explain more about the private system. But it see, it works. It's slower. Um, these are things that I hear people talk or people say about the Canadian healthcare system because they have universal um, healthcare and as well as the UK that you wait that it's not as quick that you are sort of at the at the not the beck and call but you really you have to wait for your doctors to make decisions to complete the proper paperwork for you to to get the care that you need and that can be frustrating absolutely especially when you are sick it it's it's <laughs> compounded you know waiting for things um, seems like an eternity when you're not well so in terms of the private system here I don't have to wait for anything and I don't need a primary care physician to refer me to a specialist. I could just make an appointment with a specialist. In terms of costs um, upfront for the primary for preventative care, uh, to see a primary care physician, so it could be like internal or inter, internal medicine, <laughs> sorry, or a generalist. I have not seen DOs, doctors of osteopathy, I'm sure, or actually I shouldn't say I'm sure, I just haven't seen them. I have seen uh, pediatricians uh, for for the kids and I've seen internal, I think they're called internists. (laughs) Someone, Someone let me know. Anyway, so with those sort of general uh, medical professionals, the average visit is 20 to $30, just depending on the facility you go to. So some have their private practices, and in those cases I find they tend to be on the cheaper side, so the $20. But if you are going to a clinic, and the way that some of these private clinics work is they the physician or the specialist kind of rents the space. So as patients make appointments for whatever specialty or general um, medicine then that person gets to use the facility and the facility has receptionists and it kind of it has a lab it has um, just the basics that you would need it it has uh, you know you could get your x-rays done there so it's convenient for the patient and then the medical professional has to show up at that time of the appointment to see that patient and in those settings I think obviously the the $30 or the additional expense is because the facility gets to keep a portion of it and the rest goes to the medical professional. But again, it's it's a question of, do you wanna pay a little bit more for the convenience? Because if you go directly to a uh, private practice, they may that may just be a, the, cons- the consult. They're not gonna be able to take your labs and, and do all the follow-up. And one thing I have to point out that is very different with the medical system here, but I find that most medical systems outside of the US function that way, or at least the medical systems in Latin America, is that you, the patient, you receive your your results, your lab tests. It's not something that gets kept in a system and then, you know, that's been my experience. And I have never asked when I was in the US for my results directly. I didn't, I don't know, it was almost like it wasn't a thing, right? You just, you go, you get your labs, and then you wait for those lab results to get sent to your physician and then when they're ready somebody from the office will call you and either say you need to come do a follow-up appointment or you need to get additional tests whatever it may be however here you go you get your labs they are sent to you and they're now it's you know mostly electronically they'll even send them to you via whatsapp or they have systems that you log into with 
you know, a new a username and a password and you get your results, you see them. I mean, you know, I think in terms of general lab tests that we get every year and, and we've seen so many times, you do become familiar with the terms and you can kind of read your own results. I, obviously you can't diagnose yourself so you still need to go see your physician this isn't and this is some I don't know I've, I've always felt like maybe that's why they didn't do it in the US like with this fear that if you see your results you diagnose yourself <laughs> but there are so many other barriers to that that I, I just I don't know so yes you get your results and then it's sort of on you to take those results to the or send them to your physician and again most physicians now will have you send it to them electronically and then um and similar you know follow-up they'll say okay come to the office and we'll go over them or i'd like to all you know i'd like you to also take these tests and it's just done quicker i find the wait time between because you're getting them directly honestly if you go take some like your basic labs like um you know your cholesterol glucose the the ones that you usually get for like an annual physical in the morning by midday you have your results it's pretty quick so then you know from that time sending it to your physician that same day depending on the physician physician you may have a response that same day of whether or not you're good or you need to do a follow-up so it just i don't know in my experience it just goes quicker that process um, the other thing that I've noticed about preventive care here is there are a lot of tests <laughs> and it's it's weird because I do think in the US there are a lot of tests however I, I think because it's prevent or the idea that it's preventive if I'm pretty consistent with going and getting my annual physical and getting you know the kids their annual physical I guess in my experience especially you know even growing up the tests are not, especially for children, are not that extensive. It's, I've gone to a pediatrician for an annual physical and, and didn't get any lab work and didn't request any. It was mostly like just, you know, the physical exam and, and then that was it and whether I needed to get, um, and then that's another thing here too, but that may have to do more with the education system. Whereas kids, you know, you, part of your, part of, um, registration every year for for school is that your your doctor has to say that you are physically capable of you know all all the activities and things required and I I almost think that that's a way that they sort of force parents to have that annual visit even if they weren't planning but like I said the the I don't it's not a disadvantage <laughs> it's a good thing but the added piece to that is you're it's not going to be just a physical revision it's going to be okay i'm going to need you to get these labs so i remember actually this year with my son just the list i mean there was a lot of tests and i said to the pediatrician like i don't remember getting all these tests during my annual physicals as a, as a child and she's and her question was where did you grow up and i said the u.s and she said oh yeah yeah because they don't really do preventive care and it was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think of it that way. Actually, no, honestly, in the moment, I thought she was being excessive. At the same time, yes, she is checking on things before there's there's a symptom. And, and just logically for me, that makes sense. And that's a good thing. 
Now, because I use the private system, that also means that all those, that long list is all on me. Like my insurance is not covering it per se. I do have insurance and it's a, it's like one of those reimbursement type. I, I, I use it more or I, the value for me of having a policy like that here is for catastrophe. It's like some huge expense, whether it's surgery, an accident, something like that. But just again the preventive care because i'm going to tell you now even with those excessive exams and it's i mean to give an idea <laughs> there were sonograms there were x-rays there were lab like blood work there was an ekg there was you know so there all of those things i probably out of pocket i probably i probably spent like 250 dollars and again i just would walk in a lot of those tests that I had to get done they were convenient to get done I would I walk in or I would call and make an appointment and you you just get them done and then within I think the EKG was the one that took the longest to get an actual written report afterwards but everything else like within the day um, you had your results and so then you have that piece of it where you're getting all the tests and you're getting all the test results you're collecting them compiling them and then I send them all to the pediatrician and then she and then her um, I guess model is always then me parent comes back for the follow-up the kid, like my kid doesn't have to come for that and then we just go over the results and um, because that's always her method like I never get um, what do you call I never get alarmed you know with any of the results because I know that's part of the process and if there is anything odd we're just gonna go over it in the follow-up so it is really helpful but again when I think about all of those <laughs> tests and, and the follow-up and the visits and all of that, and to know that I didn't spend, you know, even $300, I'm not saying $300 is not expensive. I just think that it is reasonable, quite reasonable for all of the services that we received and the convenience of the services. Because I do calculate my time and having to, you know, go around the city looking for different things and looking for cheaper options because I must say there are cheaper options. I just chose convenience and rapid <laughs> results, but you could definitely do all those same things for less than that here. Um, now, when it comes to myself, I usually, and I started doing this uh, back when I was still living in the US, is I go to an OBGYN who sort of does my annual physical. Uh, since I need that specialty anyway, I was so glad when they started doing it that way in the U.S. So I didn't have to go to my primary care physician and then an OBGYN. So actually, I now I remember probably one of my last annual physicals in the U.S. was done by a nurse practitioner, which she also was able to do all the girly tests that we need. <laughs> and um, I've I've since then just have been very again I. I must say that I'm a, an overall healthy person. I don't usually need any follow-ups. I usually don't need any specialists aside from, from the OBGYN. So it works for me. And I think it just keeps costs down, um, being able to just go to one, one um, medical professional. So even with mine, and I am a little more um, involved just for my age and whatnot, but it's, you know, includes mammogram and your annual pap smear and um, the, the lab works and sonograms and all of that. 
out of pocket, I'm probably some like 350 um, just because I, I have more more tests and I have um, just more more involved <laughs> follow up than than my son does. But still, to me, that is very reasonable. I had I remember when I last lived in the US, I had like a really good insurance policy. And I, I mean, when you added up the co-pays, it I don't know, it just added up. It definitely was not um, it was not like $50 and we're done. It was like $50 every visit for seeing an OBGYN. And that was your copay. So that means that was like non-reimbursable. That's what you paid and you were done. And I just actually, before I started this episode, I looked at the cost of natural childbirth at one of the nicer private clinics here and the package. And you should see this package. It's like, you know, the Rolls Royce of packages. And it was about $1,600. That's private care, non quote unquote, non-subsidized. I'm not sure how much the government subsidizes private care. I feel like there must be some sort of subsidy because again, it's so, it's so affordable. And yet the cost in the US is about 19,000. So now that's comparing apples to apples because this is private, out of pocket, no insurance. Now, if you have insurance, I know 15 years ago when I had my son, my copay and or deductible, whatever they were calling it, um, ended up being almost $1,000 for natural childbirth. And I was there two days. I didn't even stay the full three days. I just didn't feel the need to. And yet it's still, it's still racked up. And they charge you, as we all know, they charge you for every little thing. <laughs> every little thing was on that bill. So it, it's, it's really incredible, the difference, because you're like, you just can't wrap your head around why it's so much more expensive in the U.S. When you look at the quality of care, when you look at the, you know, the ease of access, the, the equipment used, it's, it's all very modern. It's not at all. And I've been in places where it's not as modern. So I think I have a good idea of, of, of that. Like, okay, no, they're, they're not using outdated machinery and things like that. It is, it is very comparable, just a fraction of the price. Um, I also have a recent experience with a family member who had surgery and again, the, the quality of care, the, the diligence, the due diligence that the, that the facility went through, the ease of access, it was so easy. We just went through to the specialist. The specialist said, yeah, I, I suggest surgery. And then of course did all the pre-op, all the everything that you would see in the US. There was nothing missing from the process. And it just was, again, really good care. Um, a private facility, so yes, pricey, but not a fraction of what it would cost in the US. And the follow-up, and I don't know, I, I really do stand behind the quality of care <laughs> that, that is available here in Ecuador. And I know that it surprises a lot of people, especially sometimes when we choose to get care here, or even, even if it's elective and we make the choice to get it here versus the U.S. when we have the option, I just, I, it's because I stand behind it. And of course, as a mom, I would never put my children at risk. I would never, um, I, I wouldn't skimp on that for my kids. <laughs> I would, you know, even if I, I would skimp for myself, but not for them. My daughter, uh, a few months, well, it's been like four or five months now, had LASIK. 
Um, and again, a fraction of the cost. This is the, her ophthalmologist for, for years. So he knows her, he knows her eyeballs and it just, everything went well. It just was really good. It was well done and she's happy. I'm happy. So it's, it's really, I don't know. It's something that I, I am grateful for all the time because it, I've been in, in different situations where it's not, you know, the quality isn't there or it's a little bit more difficult to navigate the system. Or um, another thing that I really appreciate, and it's partly cultural here, is, you know, sometimes you will see, you will sort of get all your service, you'll get everything done and they haven't even asked for payment yet. <laughs> and you're like, okay, when do I, and they're like, yeah, yeah, after. Like there's not this, this rush, I, and I've seen this in other in other um, fields as well, like in businesses and things. There's this assumed trust, and I just think like when it comes to medical care, that goes such a long way because again, you're often not feeling well or you're worried about something, you're anxious, and to not have like the first question be like, okay, how are you going to pay for this? Um, will that be cash or charge? You know that kind of thing that has made a world of a difference. So again, I'm extremely extremely grateful to be living in a place where not only am i just overall happy <laughs> with you know being surrounded by nature and all of those other things that i that i love about living here but just the the quality of, of medical services and medical care is to me equal or even you know higher than than in the u.s so let me know if you have any questions, any specific questions about the medical system. I'll try to answer them. I The only thing that I have not uh, experienced here is emergency services. I've, knock on wood, thank goodness, have not had to use like an emergency room or, you know, just go into urgent care for myself or, or family. I But I, I assume it's, it's the same. It's similar to everything else that I've experienced. And there's, you know, a... Um, and there's more of an interest for care than there is for payment. And that to me is really <laughs> what makes the difference. All right. Well, that is my experience with the medical system here in Ecuador. Until the next time, be well.